me tell you about Anchor by Spotify, which is the easiest way to make a podcast and the app that I use to make this podcast, Five Blue Firefighter. It's everything you need all in one place. First, Anchor has all the tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. If you host off Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple, and many others. Everything you need all in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. If you're interested in starting your own podcast, download Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. My name is Nick Higgins, firefighter and author of the Five Tool Firefighter book. Each week, we bring you an inspiring message or person to help you become the best version of yourself you could be. This journey is for the long haul, not the short. Now let's start our journey to becoming the best version of ourselves we could be. Welcome back to another episode of the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. This episode, we're going to continue a little bit in building construction. The reason I want to talk building construction, so to speak, in this episode is I want to talk a little more about some issues in Type 3 ordinary construction with respect to parapet walls. And what we, we want to, I want to talk about today is really talking about what it is and what to look out for. Throughout history of the fire service, the inception of this type, this wall in our in-building construction, parapet walls have injured or killed firefighters. There are departments that respond to types of buildings with this type of construction on a daily basis. And there's some departments that may never or ever have this oppor- have the opportunity to do that. But you just never know when things could change. But with parapet walls, we, we have to know what they are. It's something I feel. I feel sometimes that this is such a, a given with, with the building construction or something you should just know. But a lot of firefighters don't know what parapet walls are if they're not exposed. And like, it could be because it's not some, not a type of construction that sits in their first to response area. They haven't had much experience with it. Whatever the case may be, their building construction knowledge isn't there. A lot of different reasons. But for starters, parapet walls are those that extend above the roof level which gives an illusion to street viewers that the building is taller than it actually is. And that could be from several inches to feet above the roof level. And it's done for many reasons. It's, it's a decorative appearance on the building, but it does so many other things to it. What it does is it protects the building from elements. The decorative side, it's, it allows the person in the, who, the, whoever owns that area or utilizes that building, put their signage up, decorative, make it look pretty from the street, have a signage for their store, an awning, whatever the case may be, whatever they want to do to make it look presentable from the outside. But what it's actually doing, despite making it look nice for people, is it's serving multiple purposes for the building itself fire protection, improve wind up, lift resistance, vapor pressure relief for older masonry buildings, and scupper drains. 
Those are four areas that a parapet wall plays into protecting the building. But what is it doing for fire protection? Extending the wall above the roof, which is what we're doing here when we're talking about a parapet wall. It, these walls prevent fire spread from going up to the exterior of the building. Well, what's that gonna do? It's gonna almost immediately ignite any and all roof membrane because of the type of roof that's on a type three construction. So when I go back, talk type three construction, look at the type of roof with the Q decking, the tar, the membrane, the asphalt, and think about if we didn't, there was not that wall there, that wall raising up above that. It's helping prevent the spread. Not saying it's going to completely prevent it, but it's helping prevent that spread to those roof membranes that is highly flammable, highly ignitable, and gives off a lot of heat. Wind up lift resistance. So what are we talking here? I mean, this is more like, what does that have to do with firefighting? Well, when the wind blows against the building, it produces vortices at the roof edges, which causes these forces to lift the roof edge and peel back the roofing system. But what is the, the wall doing? The wall is actually preventing the elevated wind pressure from compromising the roof edge. You just, it's, it's, a, it's helping prevent any peel back from that roofing system of a type three construction. So it's helping peel back, prevent peeling back of the Q decking and the layers on top of that and the tar paper and everything else. It's, it's helping with that to keep the building's integrity, prevent water damage, keeping the building intact for many, for many more years. Vapor pressure relief is the next one. Old masonry buildings. Now we said that's one read, what it's for, it's for vapor pressure relief is for old masonry buildings that have parapet walls. Also provide this type of relief. Water cannot pass through the roofing membrane so the vapor pressure relief was designed to have water find a way to the roof edge and exit through the back side of the parapet. It's helping relieve, again, stress on the roof. The wind uplift resistance is helping keep the roof intact. The vapor pressure relief is helping the same thing. When you, when you get to old masonry buildings, it's doing that same thing with water. And scuppers, what are scuppers? Scupper drains, really what it is, are openings on the side walls of an open air structure found at the bottom of the parapet. If you look at a parapet wall, looking around it, you're gonna, there's little, little squares, rectangles looking around it. That is the scupper drains. They are used to allow rain and other liquids to flow off the sides of the structure instead of pooling within the walls and possibly collapsing the roof. Again, another issue for firefighters collapsing of the roof. If a lot of that water sits up there, say you're, you're, you respond to a fire in a type three construction with a parapet wall on a rainy day or a day after a, a, a heavy rain without scupper drains, you're already putting a load on that wall. And now if fire is compromising that roof. What's going to happen? You have a lot of water pooling on top of that roof, plus heavy fire, heat, smoke conditions, deteriorating directly underneath that collapse, collapse of the roof. So this is helping alleviate a collapse. 
But again, just because it's something that's good doesn't mean it's always great. Because there's hazards that come with having a power pit wall. And during fire operations, like we talked about, it's been type three construction, parapet walls are prone to failure. Because most of these walls are exposed to all the elements and could possibly fall into despair without regular maintenance. And that is one of the biggest concerns of, again, of ordinary construction is the maintenance and the repairs of a parapet wall because of its prone to, to collapse and to fail. But what are they made of? Most of these walls are supported by a horizontal steel I-beam that runs the length of the front of the structure. Now there's a hazard that comes along with having a horizontal steel I-beam running across the front of the entire structure. Let's think about that. You could have multiple occupancies within this structure. One of them is compromised. A steel I-beam that runs through the entire length of the structure. What's happening here? Well, if the hazard that comes along with that, which, which will be, should fire reach the cockloft, that common cockloft that is shared between all the different occupants of a Type 3, if this steel beam is exposed to high heat and expands, because as we know, steel doesn't burn, it expands, it has the potential for a wall, the power pit wall to collapse. And there's not one way that the wall will fail. It can fail. It could crumble. It could fall in pieces. It could fall only one. It doesn't, you know, you, we, there's no way to tell. So the steel I-beam run across the common cockloft hazards with the power pit wall. Even the protections that it's giving. The wind, the wind uplift resistance, the vapor pressure relief, the lack of scupper drain. That is also hazards in itself. When you really think about it, without having those or not maintaining them, there is a hazard under fire operations. Now, what else? The decorative side of it. The decorative side of a parapet wall can also be a potential hazard for firefighters, especially under fire conditions because of the change in occupancies of that structure, of that one unit, as we'll say. And why? Because the new owner, the renter signage that is placed over the existing parapet. That's what's causing it, the signage. Some, some signs are anchored to the wall itself. Others can be mounted from around and over the existing parapet. But either way, whatever is going on, how the signage is put up from one, from one occupant to another, the load of the wall is increasing its potential to fail. Should this become put under stress in fire or collapse conditions? So it, it's helping the building, it's helped keep the building up, it's helped keeping the building, the roof safe, it's doing all those things. But because of that, there's always a con to all the pros. And we talked about it. We talked about some right here with a lack of scupper drains, maybe no maintenance on, on a vapor pressure relief, the wind uplift resistance, you know, not being taken care of, the wall itself isn't being taken care of, is putting a lot of strain on the building 
on the wall and under conditions has a chain, has a potential to fail. So what do we do as firefighters? As firefighters, there's a numerous ways when working on a structure with a parapet wall that we should keep in mind at all times. So one is to set up a collapse zone and monitor the wall for signs of cracking or bowing. And if you're not the IC, know the IC, notify the IC immediately. If you see anything going on with that wall, if you're the, you're working on the truck, you're doing roof operations, or you're outside, you're doing a 360, you're a rapid intervention, you're, does not matter, the list can go on. But if you start seeing signs of cracking, of bowing in that wall, notify the IC immediately. Because you have to keep in mind, the wall could collapse at any given moment after the fire has been under control. Even after the fire has been under control, I should say. The fire zone, it could still collapse. Just because the fire's up, 90, 99% of the problems go away. There's still another problem. There's still problems that can happen after the fire goes out. And ordinary construction with parapet walls collapse even after the fire goes out is a concern. So that's what you're doing. When, you, when you're doing your overhaul, you're walking through the structure, you're maybe doing a secondary search, you're looking for spot fires, looking for a deep fire in the walls, doing all this different stuff. Still keeping in mind the 360, the, the size up of the structure is still at play. It does not stop. You're opening stuff up. You're making holes. Stuff has been torn down. Fire has impeded on a lot of the structure. It is make, it is causing the structure to become imbalanced. It's just like an MVA. When you're cut a car, you have a stabilization team that is ensuring the car stays stabilized through the entire extrication. Same thing goes for a building. You want to check exposures through the interior and exterior to make sure no fire has reached that cockloft. Because like we said, fire reaching that cockloft, hitting that steel I-beam that runs horizontally across the entire length of the front of the structure, puts extra stress on the parapet. If you're working off an aerial, there's also stuff you need to do. You have to look for discoppers. Looking for the scuppers will determine the height of the parapet wall relationship to the scuppers. So it's giving you an idea of how high this parapet wall really could be. So what is that telling you? That's telling you during roof operations, the wall may be too high for firefighters to come off the ladder, coming off the aerial onto that roof. Either find a secondary means to the roof or ensure you have a ground ladder, a ladder to get onto the roof from the area. But as we know before, it's sound the roof, make sure everything can do, all that to go in place. But yes, look for those scuppers because those scupper drains will help determine the height of the parapet. By me, we have parapet walls. We, we answer calls with these uh, relatively daily basis because we do have residential, but we also have a lot of commercial areas with older buildings that have these, these parapet walls. And there are some that we've worked on through training evolutions or even at on real life scenarios where we had that, we could not get off onto the roof through the parapet wall. And during training evolutions, when we're using these buildings, it was, it was good. It's good to know, especially for younger guys and everybody for fresher, for the older guy, firefighters, everything to understand. All right. We can't jump onto the roof because now you're, now you're just putting yourself at jeopardy. You could possibly go through the roof. You don't know where, what's really going on, the integrity of the roof. So 
it's a good thing to train if you have if you have parapet walls in your area get out there and train on them get out there and train and estimate the height of the wall from the roof level and determine if you had to get onto that roof and the only option was the parapet what are you going to do to get on that roof and if you had an and, and the flip side to that is if you had a parapet wall and you had a secondary means to get on the roof how would you be able to do that how would you have your aerial set up and what would you be able to do determining situational situations on how you would do that but it's always good to have that in your back pocket when you're showing up to a fire and you have a more of a proactive response to something so little like this means so much to the to the operations itself if you have to sit back and say man i, I have to go i have to get over onto this onto this roof i have a parapet wall but i don't really know what to do well doing your size ups early on when you get there having numerous size ups reporting back on other ways to get up there whatever it may be but just keep it in mind that if your roof operations know what type of roof you're getting onto have an idea at that same time but enough on that we'll get to the next one before like we said talking about it stepping onto a roof from a ladder you know, you sound the roof, blah, blah, blah. And the last thing, the last thing with parapet walls, because I'm ranting on about a wall. Listen to the podcast thinking, man, this guy's talking about some parapet walls today. He's not talking about anything else but, but, a, but a wall. But never assume during fire operations the parapet wall was engineered to take the weight and forces of the additional dead and live loads that are being added to the structure. That's the last thing you want to think about with the parapet wall. Don't assume that when they engineered that wall, when they put that wall in, they were going to think about the, diff, the, the, the added stress under fire conditions that this wall was going to have to assume. Don't assume that that was taking place. You don't know how many years ago this wall was built. You don't know how many Years ago, it was reconfigured. It was maintenance. You don't know. You don't know what was done just the day before. But the parapet wall is an integral part of understanding type 3 constructions, the pros and cons of it under fire conditions of a type 3 construction and, and what hazards to look out for in a type 3 construction. It might be something that's like it's a wall, but at the same time, it has been known to injure or kill firefighters. So that's what I want to talk about today. Just a real quick chat on parapet walls. So if you want to keep learning more, pick up the book, The Five-Tool Firefighter. It's available on Amazon. It's available on the firehousetribune.com's website slash shop. You can also check us out on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We're now on LinkedIn. YouTube as well. Our Kitchen Table Web Series are on there. We are going live. We want to get out there, start talking more to fire departments on their training nights, webinars, whatever they want to do, and we will come to you and we will bring topics to you that you guys want to know, or you can reach out to us for some of the topics we talk about. We've spoken at Fires Expo, the Maryland Fire Conference, Africa Fire Mission, tons of different podcasts. And we're just looking to keep getting out there, keep talking to firefighters, keep talking to anybody that wants to listen, anybody else that wants to interact with us, we're happy to come out and interact with all of you. So reach out to us. It's on our website. You can email us. You can DM us, whatever you want to do. But we're willing to help talk to you guys about anything you guys want to talk about. But list a couple of things we talked about. It's on our website as well that we 
covered at different conferences throughout the country and the world. And don't forget, Origin USA, 10% off with the promo code FH Tribune, Frontline Optics, Firefighter on Sunglass Company, 10% off with the promo code FH Tribune. Check out our brother Steve Green, help him out, Five Line Passport, Force Corps, 503 organization, first responders, helping first responders donate to, so firefighters can help other firefighters and other first responders can help other first responders. And get the book, like I said, The Five Tool Firefighter. Subscribe to the podcast. And until next time, work hard, stay safe, live inspired. today's episode of the five tool firefighter podcast if you like what you heard and you want to hear more please subscribe to our podcast on apple spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts also please leave us a rating and don't forget to pick up the book the five tool firefighter available on amazon at the firehouse until next time work hard stay safe and live